and welcome back to another FACT Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, or FACT, a chiropractic technique based on movement or breathing. Well, in today's episode, I was going to do a little uh, time capsule review of the WPO, the World Powerlifting Organization Professional Powerlifting World Championship that was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, um, a little over a week ago, and something hit me, and I'm like, you know, I probably should include that with what's going on in Afghanistan, what's going on with the pandemic, and just mix in a little thing, because I had a a patient uh, bring up a point this week, and she basically said, well, you know that the hospitalizations are going up. And the ER, you know, is is overwhelmed with with patients. And I'm like, okay. Or is it overwhelmed with COVID patients? Well, of course. And I said, no. Did the news say that? And I was beaten by nuns. I went to St. Rita's Catholic School, K through 8, in Dundalk, Maryland. And I really learned English. We used to diagram sentences. And we learned critical thinking in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And if you didn't, you got hit with a damn ruler. So you would not, when you were reading a passage, you had to actually use context from the passage to quote it. You could not paraphrase in your own words because that's an interpretation and not what the author originally meant. Wow. Personal interpretation. So I, I said to this patient, what do you mean that the, the ERs are overwhelmed? And of course, I got in my car at lunchtime, drove to a couple local hospitals, they're five or ten minutes away, big windows in the ER rooms, and they were about half full. But they're always half full. I went back to get my master's at, um, in healthcare administration at Cardinal Straits University, so which means, you know, I can run a hospital if I wanted to. And... You always keep your ER beds, your ICUs, because it's the most expensive beds. They cost you the most overhead, most expensive providers, most expensive equipment, drugs, etc. So you keep those to a bare minimum. You don't want 200 ICU beds. You want 20 or 10. And so you keep them at 80-90% because you're only profitable at 80-90%. But of course, you know, the average person watching CNN or MSN, Hee Haw, or ABC, NBC, mainstream media has no clue how our hospital runs, even though they've been there many, many times. It's amazing how people utilize certain services, businesses, and they're clueless how it works. The biggest pandemic, of course, is a pandemic of ignorance of biology, of people's own biology, of how their own body works. Now we have a shot, you know, one shot, Johnson Johnson, or two shots, say the Pfizer. Now they want boosters, and they're discuss, discussing boosters even before eight or nine months, even before six. Well, of course you're going to need boosters. I predicted this two years ago, and I'll continue to say it. If you only give a chemical, a treatment, a medication, this is gene therapy, you know, you only give a drug that is going to you force the body to produce one type of antibody to one part of the bug. 
you miss out on what natural immunity does. Natural immunity chops up the bug into many pieces and you get five, six, seven, ten types of antibodies for the bug. So that way, even if a variant comes by, you may not be able to take out the complete spike protein because this one has changed so far. Three amino acids, the delta variant, three amino acids in the spike protein so it can bind tighter to the ACE2 receptor. And I know this sounds like a gobbledygook, but, you know, of course, what do I know what I'm talking about? You know, people who watch CNN and ABC know more, a lot more than I do. But because it'll, t it'll bind tighter to that receptor, have higher receptor affinity, but you'll be able to take out the capsid, the shell, other pieces of the bug. But of course, you know, people are listening and watching TV. It's almost like, you know, I blame Atari for a lot of this. People don't know who Atari is. Atari started the video game craze back in the late 70s with Pong and you know you could hook up this this console to your TV and play a game and pretty soon we had video games you know Missile Command, Pac-Man, Galaga and now we have all this virtual reality where people will play games that look pretty close to reality shoot each other and they're and they're actually talking to people and gaming playing actively this virtual reality with someone, say, from the Republic of Turkey or Belarus. So what blows my mind is that this has become more the reality. What's on the phone, what's on the TV or the game, than trusting your own eyes. A good uh, formula for disaster or government rule is don't trust your own eyes. Trust what we tell you. Trust what we put out in the media. We had a horrible hurricane just come through Louisiana. Item. And there were two reporters from uh, Weather Channel, and they were leaning into the wind, it looked like. And I'm like, why would they be near, I think, I think Ida hit at 150 miles an hour when it made landfall. That's super deadly. And I said, why would they even be near this? So they're leaning into it, their clothes are rustling, and I'm like, oh, they're leaning into probably 80, 70 mile an hour winds. And then behind them, because they were videoing it, two people came walking along. Their hair was blowing. It was about 20 miles an hour. But it, and they were like looking at these people. It's like, what are you doing leaning into this? So basically, they were faking it. Faking it from afar. CNN got caught with um, another hurricane, you know, trying to set up a stage, if you will. Stage. Make up. Stage. Stage, um, you know, some some flooding and cars getting stuck and of course it was all caught now we're so used to movies and fake reality fantasy like you know the games everyone plays that we forgot that our own eyes can tell us when this pandemic when we were first shut down in march 2020 and we were told to stay home i got in my car and i went to about four or five hospitals pulled up near the valet for the ER, and I looked in. There were not bodies in the street. There were not bodies on the sidewalk. Okay? There, were, there was nobody rushing to get in. I had my phone on, my fancy phone. It's an Android. I'm not getting one of those other ones. And I'm watching the local news, and they're saying how they're overwhelmed. And I'm right there looking with my own eyes, trusting my own senses. No, they're making this up.
they may be overwhelmed because people were staying home. I'm not saying they're lying, but they're taking things out of context. If you say the ICU is at 95% and I was a hospital administrator, I'm jumping up and down. We're making money. Cha-ching, cha-ching. That, and that's not all COVID. That's all the other cases. And that's because people aren't coming back to work. You have not enough nurses, not enough doctors, not enough beds, not enough uh, PPE. So you can't have, you know, 20 beds. You have 12 now. So, of course, you're at capacity. You've lowered your capacity. That doesn't mean the pandemic's worse. Recently, a, a good friend, shout out to Dr. Quadhammer in Indiana, put a, put a little thing on her wall, her Facebook wall, showing that Indiana was saying, this is the dark days of the pandemic. And of course, she looked up on her Department of Health, and for that day that they said was the dark days, there were zero deaths. Really? Really? We've come to the po point where we would rather believe a politician's BS, a salesman, if you were, they're and, they're, and they're selling fear. fear. They're salesmen. Now, what blows my mind, if you go to a used car dealer and the guy kicks the tire and says, this car will run forever. We all know for decades that that usually is BS and we better take it to our favorite mechanic to look that car over. We all know that there's infomercials on TV saying these Ginsu knives were cut through concrete. And we laugh as we watch the video, but we know that the ones we're going to get on, you know, through the mail will not cut through concrete. We also know that when, you know, it's like the snake oil salesman of the Old West. They used to sell just alcohol and they would put like olive oil and mix it with aqua alcohol so really no real active ingredients and sell it for a cure for cancer and this and that snake oil that's what they used to call it that's all you're getting because they would sell and say this is snake oil we squeezed in a snake and got all the fat and oil out of it and it will cure all these things you're not trusting your own eyes and what's going on we're now going to two years of pandemic we have no teenagers in Minnesota who were, who were healthy, and I mean healthy, not cancer, and they're blaming you know COVID for their cancer death, that have died, thank God, in Minnesota from this. Why? Because they have a thymus gland, and for that demographic, it's basically a cold. A bad cold, but it's a cold. And we've all had bad colds. Nobody's studying whys in the wares of why certain demographics do well with this and why certain demographics do terrible. Why? They're just putting a big wet blanket over America and saying, everything's bad. Except, I haven't stopped living my life. My wife hasn't stopped living my life. My kids haven't. We're out there doing things. We're winning championships. We're, we're working around as much as we can. All these things. So what does that mean? What does this all mean? Trust your eyes. And that means start reading research that's already out there where they have thousands of patients in the study, like the Israeli study that just came out, that basically said there's no difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated for transmission, hospitalizations, and sickness. In fact, the Israeli study just showed, just showed that if you've been vaxxed, you are worse off with the Delta variant. 
And there's some studies out there showing that people who've got vaccinated are carrying 200 plus, not 2X, 200X. 200X. Not 2X, not 200%. 200X. 20,000%. 20,000% more viral load than those that are unvaccinated. They've now created a chronic condition because you're never going to get that viral load all the way down now. And you're going to have something like Epstein-Barr. For people who don't know what that Epstein-Barr virus is, it's a virus that never leaves your body. It can cause mono, but it causes chronic fatigue. And when when your immune system is down, when your physiology is weakened, it will raise its ugly head and you get symptoms. It never leaves your body. And we're, and we're pretty close to creating a subclinical chronic infection with this because we want to create a drug that gives you antibodies to just one part of it. We're not doing a traditional vaccine where you chop it up. A lot of people say, Fred, you're anti-vax. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not listening to a damn thing. Again, you're, you're reacting and not diagnosing. You're reacting and not assessing. You're reacting and not reading. You're reacting and not reading. Read. Understand what I'm saying. With the measles vaccine, we chop up all pieces and we get tons of different shaped antibodies that fit the different shapes of and different pieces of and the different parts of the measles bug. So instead of just its big toe, like we have COVID, we have an antibody to the ankle and the knee and the foot and the elbow and the head and the back and the scapula and the clavicle. We can take the whole damn thing out if the antibody for the big toe doesn't work because you change your big toe. It's called a variant. That's what a traditional vaccine would do. But we didn't even try that because one, it's expensive. And two, it really doesn't work well for coronaviruses. And as we found out, the mRNA virus, or excuse me, the mRNA vaccine isn't working to what they told us it would do. Oh, you know, it's going to decrease hospitalizations. Nope, not according to the Israeli study. We've done no U.S. study. Everything has just been what you've heard. Oh, you know, we're seeing less old people, you know, really getting sick in the hospital. Well, this damn thing's been around for 18 months. It's killed or injured. Guess what? The weak ones, the only ones left are, are the moderately strong ones. Are you waking up? You can't say that, oh, you know, it's getting better. It's getting better because the bug's almost full. Its appetite's almost full. It already took out the weak ones and killed the weak ones early in the pandemic. And people don't understand how infectious disease works. So when they say, oh, look, this vaccine's working, You have some confounding factors because guess what? The people that are left around either beat off the virus, got it and beat it off, and they didn't get tested. They're not in the statistics for being positive. Or it's grandma and grandpa who have a stronger immune system than their sisters and brothers and cousins that are 80 or 90. And guess what? They either going in now because the variant did change, but, you know, their immune system's stronger. They're stronger folks. That's who's left. Oh, my God, I want to beat myself into the wall that people were such idiots. 
that they, they don't know nothing about statistics or how medical modeling works. And don't get me started on the Minnesota Department of Health medical model for the COVID pandemic that came out months before we locked down. What a joke. And they never corrected that. I have the PowerPoint on my tower computer here in my office. And it's still out there on the website. And it's so wrong. The numbers are so off because we've already met all those dates and everything's off. But we're still following the same mitigation procedures for something whose target was off. That's called silliness. That's called non-scientific. So you have to trust your own eyes and not be gaslighted. If, you know, you're watching TV and they're saying, oh, all the, all the equipment we left back in Afghanistan, and it was a headline, all that equipment we left in Afghanistan was made unusable. And the next day we have social media from Afghanistan. Thank God we, you know, people have these fancy phones with cameras where they're driving the damn trucks all around. Well, it looks like the truck's going, oh, we see a helicopter in the air and they hang somebody from it. I think the helicopter works. There's one or two. Well, there's a whole parade of military equipment that they didn't, they didn't make unusable. Maybe they just missed 100 pieces or so. Or maybe we're told to fib and we're told to believe it. Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy. Sorry, they don't exist. They were fairy tales used to help ease reality and make reality a little more fun for the youth, our kids. Don't treat me like a child. Don't tell me you've made all this equipment unusable when you couldn't even control the airport. Oh, and now guess what? You tell me one thing and less than 24 hours later, we have video evidence of something else? Stop it. Oh, it's a new Taliban. Um, CNN and ABC were reporting and we hear reports and actually video and audio of them going door to door killing people. No, I don't think they've changed in 20 years, at least, you know, for what we said. You have to trust your own eyes. You have to do your own research. And when you do your research, don't Google and read a CNN article. Get on PubMed and go to the National Library of Medicine and start studying this. And you're going to have to go before 2021, 2020, 2019. Go all the way back to the early SARS outbreaks and start studying this bug. You want to learn about, you know, Afghanistan? Figure out how they've never had a sense of nationality. It's a bunch of mountain tribes. They can't be conquered. Not only because of its geography but because they have different dialects, different traditions, and different customs. Each tribe living in its own valley, isolated, not connected with the next one. And you want to make that a democratic republic where all 46 million Afghanis unite? It's not going to work. It's absolutely not going to work. It didn't work for us. It didn't work for the Soviets, the Russians. It didn't work for the British, and it's not going to work for us, and it didn't. I trust my own eyes. I've heard so much stuff come out of the news, and this is what disheartened me. What happened to the days of Walter Cronkite? 
where they just reported the news and you made your own decision. There was no diatribe. And if there was a hurricane in Louisiana, it was covered. And if there's a politician who said this, it was covered. Not only are they making opinions, like an opinion column in a newspaper, but they're not covering all the facts. When certain politician's son, and he's the president now, was caught with, you know, getting getting a, a hooker pregnant and snorting cocaine off of a, a hooker and just terrible stuff that, you know, you hope you outgrow by age 21, that he was caught doing all that. It only hit a couple of the news stations, the ones you would call conservative. Well, and it wasn't covered by the ones that are liberal. Well, it's amazing. And vice versa, where, you know, certain news stations won't cover these bad things about this person and the other ones push it. It's amazing. They're controlling what news you see. Instead of just, hey, here's everything we can get our hands on today, make your own opinion. That's why I trust my own eyes and ears. That's why I do my own research. It's pretty easy now. Pick a news station like CNN or NBC, and if they say something, it's probably mostly untrue. Do your own research and study both sides of it. You'd be amazed. You'd be amazed. We need to figure out why the pandemic got so bad in like New York. Well, it was because we were using a ventilator on an and friable, fragile, inflamed lungs instead of a corticosteroid to reduce the swelling of the lungs so they could breathe better. Nail them with, you know, some type of prednisone, palmacort, and albuterol, as opposed to venting them and blowing the lungs apart. When your knee's sore and swollen, we don't make you do 400-pound squats. You ice it and you reduce the inflammation to make it work better. It's just foundational basic science and biology that's been missed. Thank God there's more countries out here than the United States. I watch some of their news. I watch the medical reports from there. They treat COVID totally different and they get better results than us. But you know what? If you're not using your own eyes to look for those better results, guess what happens? You never see it. And your reality is jaded at best, it's incorrect moderately, and at worst, you're a fraud because you have blinders on. And that makes you a fool, not paying attention to everything that's available to and your own senses. Turned off your cognitive dissidence and start becoming a student. Be a scientist, if you will, but be a student. Learn how your own body works. I can't even have conversations with people over this half the time because they don't know, they couldn't even tell me all the organelles in the cell immediately. They couldn't tell me how the sodium potassium pump works at the level of, say, a receptor, like the ACE2 receptor, to tell me how this bug works. And if you don't know the basics, you can't talk about the advanced stuff. Learn it, it's easy. And you know what? Trust your own eyes not, and don't believe what you've been told to believe. Have a little salt of conviction. Take everything with a grain of salt and just say no. And guess what? Learn about how you work. Your body works 
and the world around you. And this has been, a, been another fact podcast. Mm-hmm.